You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Like, uh, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. I'm Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on The Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Check it out. Lots of great articles, lots of great podcasts, things for your eyes and your ears that you can enjoy. Uh, Joining me on the podcast are my co-hosts, because we do this together, a trio of awesome podcasters, uh, starting with the guy who's been with GGR the longest. You know him. You love him. His name is MC Brooks. Gentlemen, I recommend we rename the title of this movie as The Flush. <laughs> Jokes. Womp womp. <laughs> Go seat number two. A wonderfully talented visual artist. Uh, incredibly knowledgeable about all things comic books, movies, TV shows. Uh, but also a great friend. A guy who's there for you when you need him. Um, if you didn't know that about James Rambo, it's 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 a fact that you should know. Um, I just mentioned his name. His name's James Rambo. Uh, ask questions during your interviews. Ask really specific questions. Really think about what it is you need to know before you get into something and accept the job. Because it will bite you on the ass if you don't. <laughs> That's it. I feel like you had uh, some personal experience to uh, to mention this. Yep. Oh, man. Let's talk about asking questions. Let's talk about a movie that has been in production for nine years. Let's talk about a movie that was in production for so long that the TV series that started at the time of the announcement of the movie One has actually... before the movie. Uh, yeah, it ran its course and is completely done. Ran its um, course. You see what I did there? Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, let's talk about a film that had concepts built into it, and it took so long for the movie to come out that other movies have now done it, and other people are like, oh, well, I liked it better when this one did it. They would have been the first to market had they done it, had this movie not been in purgatory for the entire time of its production. Um, on top of the fact that its lead actor i i can't even begin to go into all of the things that this person did that that ezra miller was accused of and not just accused of like there's legitimate proof of them doing this like this was such a clusterfuck from start to finish everything that could possibly go wrong with this movie did go wrong with this movie and here's what really pisses me off about it it was fucking good like (laughs) can you imagine like just for a second if the flash actually had been done on time had been done with an actor who didn't l- let me be clear i really hope that ezra miller gets the help that they need i really do and, and i would love nothing more than to see them get the help that they need and be able to revitalize their career because i think that everybody deserves a second chance and i think that everybody deserves proper mental health care um which we talked about in the cold open um so let me be clear about that but this movie failed for so many reasons that have to do with that and other things out of the control of of uh, Ezra Miller. But it was still good. That's what sucks. Is this was this was way better than than Shazam, or not Shazam? I'm sorry, Black Adam. This is way better than Black Adam. Um, and Black Adam made more money <laughs> because. 
I mean, because the the rock isn't as much of a piece of shit or like, I don't, I don't know. Like it bummed me out that this movie was actually good. That Ezra Miller's performance was, was impressive that I actually enjoyed their performance. Um, those are just kind of like my, my starting remarks with this, but let's go round table. Um, I just want to hear from all of you, like what, like what your take on this movie was, like what your take on what's going on. I mean, this movie tanked. This movie sucked in the in the box offices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rambo, kick us off, bud. Um, give us your your unfiltered thoughts on the Flash. So, out of context, in context with uh, everything that's gone on, yeah, it's been a massive failure. Um, it came what, like five, ten years? No, uh, several years. Uh, far too late to ride any possible wave that it could have uh, could have encouraged it to actually be a success. Um, the fucking lead actor is a straight-up criminal um, who has done a bunch of awful things. Um Yeah, it's... I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, it's so goddamn frustrating. Um, and it it delivers so many of the things that I want from a superhero movie. Um, it's funny and it's sweet and. Uh, self-aware without being like, you know, without like winking at the camera. Um, performances are all really good. Uh, Miller in particular continues to to showcase their acting ability. Like, I've been really impressed with uh, their performances and pretty much everything I've seen them in. Um, from a uh, person being a wallflower to we need to talk about Kevin, um uh the previous uh uh dcu movies they showed up in and yeah that maintains here they they do really quality uh distinct performance there's there, there's a clear lineation between the two berries um you get the return of you know keaton as batman um and yeah it's it's a lot of fun um i am both disheartened and hardened by the fact that it's doing so badly uh, because it is sort of the final nail of the coffin uh, for the the Snyderverse and the, the previous era of DC movies. I'm going to be super fucking pissed if this affects James Gunn's plans at all um, because we all knew this wasn't going to be a success. Uh, I don't think anyone really knew the, the degree to which it was going to be a failure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I mean, shit, we talked about the fact that, you know, excuse me, Ugh. oh man, uh, the fact that it's, it's coming to streaming in like two weeks, I look forward to watching it again. Um, I'm, uh. I'm excited to see it again. Um, but yeah, it's... It's such a fucking mess. Um, and a spectacular failure. Uh, up there with... Uh, what? Uh, John Carter. Like, um... <laughs> John Carter did, did terrible at the box office. Confederate I, Soldier Goes to Mars, the movie. Yeah. That movie's fucking <laughs> dope, too. That movie is fantastic. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. Uh, it was marketed directly to me and me alone. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it is pretty amazing just how badly this is done and just how ineffective uh, Warner Brothers has been at marketing it, at getting people to come see it. Um, yeah. You see that they're doing buy one, get one free tickets for this fucking movie? Jesus Christ. That's... <laughs> it, oh. 
That is real bad. <laughs> like real bad. Um, it, it's it's it is fucking insane to me. It is insane to me. I've never seen anything like that ever. I, I can't think of any time where I've seen that sort of desperation from a theater or not from a theater from a, from a production company, and like I'm just. I think to answer your your speculative question about like is this going to affect James Gunn's um, direction? I I don't think it will actually. I think it'll reinforce how needed this is. That you need a fresh start. Um, I would hope that DC slash Warner Brothers isn't dumb enough to think that like oh well then we got to scrap everything that James Gunn. There's there they can't be that dumb, can they? I mean, yes. Yeah, I guess they, yes, can, they uh, absolutely can be that stupid. Yeah, they yeah. can. They 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 take the worst lessons from yeah. everything all the time. Yeah. The reason we got a dark Superman movie in terms of tone is because Batman Begins did really well. Yeah. And their take was, oh, people want dark superhero movies, yeah. not people want superhero movies that are true to the uh, uh, spirit of the character. Yeah. Like the executives at that fucking company just don't understand how to make art of any kind. Yeah. Um, and and Gunn is the closest we've gotten so far to somebody who has any idea how to approach these characters. Um, I'm hopeful. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic, but I am I'd be lying if I said I wasn't concerned about the performance of this and how it's gonna affect uh, those plans going forward. Yeah, no, I'm, there, there's definitely a reason for concern. I just hope it's not, I hope it's not founded, but like you said, you know, they've, they've proven that they don't learn the right lessons from this shit. Um, it normally never happens to me. I'm not the one that points this out. Normally it's you. Normally it's, um, it's MC. Um, maybe it's my medication, <laughs> but this is the first time that I've actually had a problem with the visuals in a movie. In a superhero movie where i'm like uh that looked bad like the beginning scene where he's running up the building and like oh spoilers by the way um which i mean come on if you've been listening this long you know that this is what we do uh, but when he's running up the building and he's saving all the babies and he throws the baby in the microwave and shit which is fucked up for a million different reasons like i thought that that was so goddamn cheesy it looked bad and like you really could have taken a less is more approach with this where it you showed him do it like you show him eating the burrito like that was funny I, I was like okay cool he needs to charge that's that's kind of funny okay cool but the visuals just didn't look good and then later when you're seeing the multiverse and you see again something that was spoiled on fucking line before the movie came out nick cage superman that looked bad like i the uncanny valley was was apparent in that and i was like why would you do cg nick cage when you got real life nick cage and you could have just thrown his ass in a superman suit because he would have dug the shit out of this he named his fucking kid kal-el like hey nick cage we need you to put a superman suit on so we can film this thing for the flash he would have been like it would have been like that cartoon the simpsons thing where homer like disappears and it's just a, a smoke shaped cloud uh, a homer shaped cloud of smoke as he ran to go do this like I get the Chris Reeve thing because, you know, he's not with us anymore. I get why you had to do CG Chris Reeve, but you didn't have to do CG Nick Cage. Like, Well, they, they would have, no matter what, because they would have wanted to show a young Nicolas Cage, which means they would have had to film him and then spend the money to go back over him. and de-age him. So no matter what, you're doing it digitally. Um, yeah, I, like I, I... Visual effects in that movie look okay. They don't look great. They look okay. Um, and it's because Warner Brothers doesn't want to spend the money. And truthfully, none of these companies are willing to spend the money at this point. Um, they don't need to. Like, that's not going to be the draw for uh, anybody to come see these films is, is uh, the visual effects look so good. Yeah. Like, um, people are still going to keep spending the money. It's going to keep happening. No. 
And there's with all the with the writer strike going on, with the potential actor strike going on, um, one of the things that I was reading was it was saying how poorly graphic artists, especially those who are working on visual effects for these movies, are treated. And like that there's they're not making a fair amount. And the expectation is is these studios are expecting blockbusters for all of these movies. Every single one of these movies is expected to be a blockbuster, which like defeats the purpose of a blockbuster in the first place, but that's beside the point. Like they're expecting these amazing things to be done with visuals on a shoestring budget and quick. And those two things are not good bedfellows at all. And like on the flip side, look at what James Cameron did with Avatar. How long was it between the first Avatar and the second one? Oh, several years. Yeah. But then but there you get the you get the the flip side of it, which is yep. I mean, well, that's no, that's not even really fair because the second Avatar movie made a stupid amount of money. Yeah. Um, and from all accounts that I've heard, I haven't seen it yet. It is visually stunning. I'm sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 crazy to me that every single one of these movies has to be gigantically huge, massive CGI scenes all the time. Like practical effects. There's a reason why movies like Jurassic Park still look good today it's because it's a mix of cg and practical like you shouldn't have just one without the other and like we've gotten to this point where it's all cg and like it's making for i mean in my opinion like a, a bad visual experience but on the flip side you have some movies that look amazing like i thought guardians of the galaxy 3 looked really really good i mm-hmm. thought the visuals for that were great um yeah so i we skipped our buddy mc uh, mc man let's what are your thoughts on on the flash um as unfiltered what like what did you think of this movie and all the shit that's going on behind the scenes you're still muted, muted buddy man. <laughs> hit the wrong button there we go <laughs> um so what i was gonna yeah so you know so I, i've been i think of that like initial like slate with like when they did that big reveal and what was that like 2014 where they revealed like they were doing like all these different movies and whatnot i think this was the one that i was kind of the most excited for because you know i've, I've always you know you guys know my love of sonic the hedgehog but just generally i've always had a real affinity for speedster characters i've always liked the flash even while not knowing you know not knowing you know the most about him but always having like a appreciation for his character and, and and just really liking him and i always thought his suit was really cool with the with the lightning bolt and everything um and you know like i remember not being very impressed by ezra's performance as barry and to be honest like even in Zack snyder's uh version of justice league not i wasn't particularly impressed with his portrayal i never really liked his portrayal of, of barry allen overall um so kind of even going into this movie, um, I was kind of like, well, I'm just gonna see how I'm just gonna see how it goes and kind of go from just kind of go from there. Um, and I think just with with all the different script changes, you know, with are they doing Flashpoint? Why are they doing Flashpoint? That should be the sequel movie, not the origin movie. Um, I was kind of really back. I was kind of really back and forth. I'm like. What, what like what my expectations were for for this film and i gotta say just you know like usually whenever you hear like people having to hype up something because there's controversy surrounding it you're like well it's not that good you just want people you're just trying to get butts and seats like you're whatever it is and while i don't think it's the greatest superhero movie ever made you know sorry to disappoint you james gunn um i do think it's good and I was kind of, I, and I, I, I was kind of really annoyed that it that it's as good as as it is, um, because you know, with all the controversy surrounding Ezra and surrounding this movie and surrounding DC in general, like it, it, I think, like I think, in an ideal world, tonally, I think this would have been a good vision forward for the DCEU. I think this movie had like a really good balance of like the comedic, the, like all the comedic bits worked. And also the drama and the, the the fight scenes and the action scenes. I got, I thought all of it was just was just was really good. And it's it's it, it's kind of disappointing that like well you know you would you would expect a movie like this like one it pro- this was probably DC's 
real chance to make a have a billion dollar their first billion dollar movie since Aquaman. Um, and then like a movie like this, like no doubt deserves to have a sequel of some kind. Like I actually kind of walked away from this, like really wanted to know, like, okay, Barry, Barry is, I mean, we, we can talk about the ending because the ending we got is, was not the original ending for this movie. They actually filmed three different ones. No shit. This, okay. This is, so this is the one, this is the, this is, this one was just filmed in January of this year. This was, this was not the original, um, you're this talking about the, the one movie. the one with Clooney, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that one was just filmed in January of this year. Um that was not supposed to be the original ending, but I think with with either of the original endings that they were potentially going to use, it would have this would have been like a good path forward. I feel like this would this would have been them their their ability to like really clean up the mess that was the DCEU to this point and actually write the ship and actually kind of do like the Flash TV show did with when they did Flashpoint, which was they kind of used it as their opportunity to kind of clean up some of like the mess they got themselves in with certain character portrayals and with certain story bits and whatnot. And they just kind of re got to reset everything going into season four or season three, excuse me. I'm um, going into season three and really getting to shift everything. And this this could have been a really a, re a really cool opportunity for them to do that. But yeah, like I, I kind of share, uh, you know, both of you guys' sentiments as far as like it's frustrating because this movie was much better than I think any of us or anyone thought it would be, especially when those stills of the VFX were coming out week, like literally the week leading up to the movie, and just everything. Like I mean, like I still have issues with the VFX, and I'm not buying Mushietti's excuse that it's supposed to look like that, but. You know, like that aside, like there, I don't think there was really, for me anyway, there wasn't like a lot to really complain about as far as this movie. This had, I feel like all the, all the stuff, all the makings of like something that could have been like a, like an absolutely like top five all time superhero movie. And I don't think it's top five, but I actually, I really did enjoy it. And I'm kind of annoyed <laughs> that I enjoyed it considering the controversy because Ezra absolutely doesn't deserve to have the success or the accolades that would come with like with this with this movie actually deserves to get because of how good it is. Yeah, I mean it's it's a bummer. It really is. Um because this movie will never be able to be discussed without the other stuff. Just yeah. on a which honestly like that's encouraging to me because it shows me that people don't people can't separate art from artist, which is I think you really shouldn't be able to like that you need to like not saying that like it needs to be part of the conversation it needs to be part of the grading of things like yes this yeah. was good but man this guy is a scumbag like I'm, I'm glad that that's part of the factor but like i'll tell you one thing that i can't stand i can't stand that this opens up the can of worms again of oh i think we're gonna get superhero movie fatigue it, just shut up God, that has nothing to do with this. It like yeah. if it if they're good movies and there's not a bunch of like controversy around them. And shout out to Yuli because on his show yesterday he made the point: how much of an impact was there that Ezra Miller was not doing press for this? A lot. And yeah. And to, be, and to be honest, I actually just recently learned that mo like really Sasha Kaye was the only one who was really able to do press for this movie. Ezra couldn't because of well because of the controversy. Michael Keaton is like filming something else, has been filming something else the last couple of months. So he wasn't really able to get out there and really do much of do much of anything. So kind of Sasha Kaye was kind of really the only person. And, you know, like she's not, she, she isn't one of the, I mean, she, I liked her in this movie, but she wasn't one of the selling points for it. Like no one was, uh, no one was really going to see this because her version of Supergirl was in it. Like she, she, what it was, the Flash and Michael Keaton coming back, like that was the selling yeah. the, the selling point of this. And you know she's a she's she's an awesome woman. I liked her portrayal, um, but yeah, I mean that I feel like that that absolutely kind of also really impacted it. How, how and and on top of that, how could you even talk about it? How could you even talk about this too? Yeah, because you think of you, because if you you have Ezra there, you're gonna you're gonna talk about the controversy. And I just thought about this. You have Michael Keaton there. You talk about. Batgirl getting canceled, which yeah, was one of the canceled projects for this that he was a part of. 
dude can you imagine like <laughs> the <laughs> who who is the actress that played Batgirl? Oh God, I, I can't remember her name right now. Can you imagine how pissed she must be right now? Yeah. Because they canceled her movie because of quote unquote debt because it was going to be they would make it was a tax million, write off. They would save twenty million dollars. Yeah, by not, by not releasing it. They save twenty million dollars by not releasing this. And how much money are they going to lose on the Flash? Les, uh, Leslie Grace is the the name of the the woman. Yeah. And funny enough, I, I was I was I was funny. I was going to bring this up during the pod today anyway. Um, but there was a there was a stat that came out today, either yesterday or today. that basically said DC actually would have saved mo- more money by actually just releasing Batgirl the streaming and writing off the Flash than what they decided to do. Which is exactly what they should have done. Well, not exactly. I mean, because honestly, I would have wanted to see both. But like, yeah, yeah. You make a stand like that. You're saying, look, we're you know what? Fuck this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man. It's yeah. It's 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 equal. It's 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 equal part. It's it's frustrating just because you know, like that girl. That girl probably would have been fine. Like I, I don't really buy that it was the worst superhero thing ever. Um, that it would have that it would have lost the money and all that. Especially when the ver- apparently the version of that movie that was shown was before like it it was literally just what they had filmed put together. There were no effects, no any there was no editing that was done. It was just a literal rough cut of what was filmed and nothing else. I can't imagine a movie where Batgirl, Michael Keaton's Batman, and Brendan fucking Fraser as Firefly. I'm so mad we'll never get that. Oh, man, I can't imagine that that would have just tanked. Like, especially when you consider, well, one, we, we, I think we all, I mean, as hype as we were for Michael Keaton to come back for this, I'm sure I, people would have absolutely wanted to see him in, in that. I think yeah. two, you know, Batgirl is a character that I think really has resonated with a lot, has resonated with a lot of people. And it was, you know, it would have been really cool to see a version of her brought to, brought to life, um, yeah. brought to life on screen. And then on top of that, we just had in the last couple years a Brendan Fraser resurgence and people giving him his flowers because they are finally learning like why he hasn't really been in Hollywood the last decade plus why he yeah. hasn't been around like wasn't it like two or three years ago that he won some award for something and there was like a three minute applause there was like a three minute applause for him or was that yeah. recently was that with the whale was it? I don't remember when that was, but it, 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 I feel like it happened like sometime in the last couple of years. With him, with with him in there, and yeah. being like this big, this big round of applause because and, and people were really sharing that clip on social media because they were like, "Yes, Brendan Fraser deserves to have his flowers," you know, for for everything for everything that he's been through, and you know, for getting back for be, getting back out there again, yeah. you know, getting back getting back into acting. Um, so I mean, and so yeah, I think that you ride the you ride the wave of that. Like, yeah, Batgirl probably even if you put it on streaming or if you edit it, edit a cut that could have gone to theaters. Like, you you could make it work. I think that DC they they just didn't really want to do it. I mean, Rambo and, nailed it earlier when he said DC does not take away the right lessons from don't. their shit ever. They don't. I mean, shoot, who who who? I, I said this to you guys before, but. uh who the thought the rock was right in saying that the balance of power is about to change and literally his movie being doing the best of literally all their releases since Shazam 2 lost money. This this is very clearly lost money. I can't think what's the other what's the other movie that they put out that lost money? I feel like they put something else out recently that didn't that didn't do well. A DC one, um, yeah, but Aquaman, Aquaman's projected to projected to lose money also, yeah, um, to the point where like the tech people walk out of the test screenings for whatever version of it that they got to see, and to the point where they are currently doing reshoots for some reason to try to save whatever that movie is going to be. Aquaman, how do you? Uh... DC needs to be good. DC and, movies need to be good. They, they I, like, yeah. <laughs> and to be and to be honest, uh, when Rambo earlier said that he was hoping that it doesn't affect James Gunn's uh, like vision for things, I mean, like, I think 
the way that Warner Brothers is moving right now kind of indicates that they might be a little worried. Like that with them selling like 500 million of um, their assets, like uh, like different TV shows and music catalogs and whatnot. Like they're trying to, cause like they're not getting the returns from these movies. And then obviously with, you know, we just got, we haven't, no, we haven't talked about it, but you know, we just got our Superman revealed. Yeah. And our Lois Lane revealed. And so we know that all the production on that is going to go into gear next year. So they can come out in 2025. They're going to need money to promote that. And it's like, well, where's the money going to come from? Because it's not coming from this movie. Probably not coming from Aquaman 2. It didn't come from Shazam 2 or Black Adam. Like, didn't come from Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 2. Like... You know, uh, they're not they're 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 getting out of the streaming game seemingly Zaslav is, with you know selling uh, uh, that new Batman show that's now going to Netflix or is it Amazon, the Bruce Tim one. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember where it's going. I, I, well, I, I can't say it's Amazon, but not positive. Okay, but yeah, selling selling those off to other things. Um, the 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 fact that restore the Snyderverse could, to Netflix could legitimately be a real thing because of how Zaslav has been talking, and with them being willing to sell properties to other you know to to competitors. Holy like, shit! They're becoming Marvel in like the late nineties. I mean, because they're they they're. Holy broke. shit! I just <laughs> realized it. Like it just clicked. Like because that's that's why Marvel's in the situation they're in right now with the Spider Man rights being all fucked up with Sony, mm-hmm. and um. Universal has fuck. What does Universal have? Um, oh, they have the Hulk property. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they did. And, and they were. Yeah. No, I, th- I think they still have it for a solo. For I think for a solo movie, like they still have to negotiate for solo movies. But I think. Yeah, I just I'm saw like, a story about that not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, what 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 the story was is, um, they can put like that 2008 Hulk movie on Disney Plus now. Like they have, they they got the rights back to the movie, so they oh, can man. actually put that on the platform now. People were clamoring for that. Yeah, it, it yeah, because the the way it was the way the language was written was was really weird because it made it seem like Marvel was going to be able to get the characters back, and it wasn't that they were going to get the characters back; is they got the film rights to that movie, the two thousand eight movie. Got so it. they can okay. they can they can they can now include that on Disney Plus. They can use yeah. it in any MCU material that they want without needing to get Universal's yeah. approval. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't yeah. really mean that they can do like World War Hulk movie now or something like that. They still have to go through Universal for that. Gotcha. Um, I do want to talk. I mean, the things I liked about the Flash, um, notwithstanding all this other shit that fucking ruins it, but like, I'm really glad that we got to see Michael Keaton as Batman yeah. again. Um, I'm glad that he felt true to the character. Um, I was a little disappointed in the way the movie ended that we, we had to watch him die. That sucked, but like, I, I get it. It, it kind of neatly ties up the whole thing. And I do to, like, to be, the, honest, to, to be honest, uh, not to cut you off. I think right. part of that is, be, was probably one of the changes they had to make because of how they were, wanted the movie to end. Yeah. Because, you know, Keaton, it was rumored, but Keaton was supposed to be like, the Batman and the, the, the for the time being in the, in the DCEU because oh, Ben really? was walking away, yeah, and that's why okay. he was gonna, that's why he was going to be involved in Bat in the Batgirl film, and he was just kind of going to be around as kind of like an elder statesman Batman and less of a I'm in this I'm still in the suit this many years later Batman. Okay, that's that's where I mean, that that yeah. Batman Beyond rumor that they kind of went around. I, I think Kevin yeah. Smith is the one who said it. Yeah. That's where that was stemming from. Is that he yeah. was supposed to be involved in that he was he was going to be a, a part of something resembling that huh interesting um uh, yeah like, like 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 i said i was a little bummed um that he ended up getting fragged at the end um but like a million times um <laughs> but like I, I liked the overall message of that like the only way to defeat zod was to have clark there to have superman there because even though they had kara and she's a Kryptonian. She was in the sunlight for all of what, like I don't know, forty-five minutes. Like she didn't have the advantages that Clark had of be- being in the sunlight and absorbing it for 20, 30 years. Like it. Yeah. I, I liked that. I liked her. I thought she was she was awesome. I really enjoyed uh, her character. Um, 
I liked the two berries. I thought they played off each other really, really well. Um, as, as best you can when it comes to the same actor portraying <laughs> um, two different versions of themselves. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, um, which is a bummer. Um, I will say this, I, I still like the animated Flashpoint more, um, yeah. but it was cool to see the callbacks, to see the, like, for instance, they strapped him into the chair and they fucking flew the bat kite, which was hilarious yeah. that it was a kite shaped like a bat. Because um, it's Batman, of course. Um, that they did that whole thing. Like I really enjoyed that. Um, I like that he had to recreate the um, the experiment in the first place. Um, I saw the the gaping hole where they could have fit in the Reverse Flash, and I thought that would have been cool if they had found a way to put the Reverse Flash in there. Um, but like like I was mentioning before, they took so long to get this shit out into the public and like actually on the screen that you're watching this shit and like you literally are like oh that's savitar i know who savitar is that's just an older version of barry like yeah, it's just yeah. like yeah and you're like fuck this again like yeah they did i was gonna say yeah they literally this, see this was season three of the tv show yeah was was this this exact well not this exact storyline uh, but yes. the, the same basic concepts of yeah. you know avert this was a another a version of barry that you know yeah yeah um it was giving future it was giving future flash a little bit also yeah yeah there was there was a lot going on um i liked the way they handled the flash stuff for the most part um uh his run is still goofy as fuck um but like yeah. it fits with him because he's goofy as fuck so like how would a gangly awkward dude actually run and i'm yeah like all of he's not like he's automatically going to become like a sprinter you know <laughs> like it's yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's a fucking bummer. It's a bummer that we have to that like all of this other shit happened and it yeah. mars what could have been a great movie. Yeah, and uh, funny thing on his on uh, Barry's running motion, I, I feel like I kind of hated it less in this movie than I have everywhere else. Whereas every time, every time before this, I feel like he uh, Ezra's run has looked like 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 they're ice skating and like almost about to like just fall on their face but not quite not like not quite leaning over far enough and it just looks really it looks really clumsy but i think kind of how it was handled in this i, I don't know for, maybe, maybe it's because i'm just kind of divorced from having watched either of the either version of justice league um that i'm like oh, I, I didn't actually hate the motion as uh, as much in in this and um i also echo pretty much all the things that you liked about it too i did like sasha kaye's uh Supergirl in this, I thought that was I thought that was cool. Um, I will say, the Nicolas Cage cameo was kind of was kind of cool. I thought that was kind of like a nice little add, a nice little add in. Yeah. For there, um, I like that Michael Keaton's uh, Batman didn't feel like nostalgia pandering. Like he felt like said he kind of he felt like a character. Um, he felt like himself. That was kind of, that was that was really awesome. Um. I mean, I do wish they had been found some way to, you know, to fit Reverse Flash in there, especially because I think we all know that that's ultimate. Like, that's you know, that's 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 the the answer to what happened the night that Barry's mom was killed, and it yeah. would have been cool to have at least gotten some sort of like reference, some sort of reference to it, because at least in like, at, at least like in the TV show, you know. Barry didn't know exactly who he was, but he remembers seeing a man in yellow, even though like young Barry has no clue who these two people, you know, creating this whirlwind in, in, in his house are. Um, which actually brings up to one of the things I will say, I think was a huge miss for this movie, which was where was Grant Gustin? Like Grant, having Grant Gustin in this movie made, would have made all the, all, all the more sense especially given the cameo in crisis like yeah. that could have been that could that that could have you could have closed the loop on that where does barry get the idea to call himself the flash oh he, he got the idea from the other version of himself that he met in crisis where did he get the idea to create a sleeker smoother suit that that doesn't look like a bunch of bicycle helmets like oh he got it from he got it from the other version of himself because he really admired the material on his suit Breathable, and, yeah, I remember yeah, like, that. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like like it's and, and for the only cameo from the Flash TV show to be Teddy Sears playing Jay Garrick 
who was not Jay Garrick. He was Zoom, but he was Zoom pretending to be Jay Garrick. And that's your that's your TV show connection <laughs> in the show. I mean, in the movie, that's like that's just kind of disappointing. And I, I feel like they could have like they could have been something. I feel like there there could have been there should have been something to just pay homage. I mean, even if they paid homage to um, John Wesley Ship's version of the Flash, like. Like Grant Gustin, this fucking velvet flash shoot that he had. <laughs> like Grant Gustin is lit. Like Grant Gustin for a lot of people is like this is the, he's the Flash. He's been yep. the Flash for a decade. Yep. Been, he, like literally, he premiered on Arrow literally a decade ago this year. Yeah. Like he's been Barry Allen for a de- he's been Barry Allen for a decade, and so it would have just been nice to see some to see some sort see them yeah. close the loop or at least just have like a throwaway line to kind of reference yeah. that, that he's met another version of himself before yeah. like just something like that which kind of was, was was very much a missed opportunity how fucking cool would it have been if like he gets back to the present and like exoner his father's exonerated all that shit and like <laughs> um he looks in the mirror and it's fucking grant gustin and like the, yeah, you you easily could have fixed that. Like you could have made it. You could have made that the post credit scene. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I mean, that 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 could that could have been a, yeah. a really cool a really cool thing to kind of to kind of tie it all together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you know, like I, I pretty much I, I there was so much. This movie had no business being as good as it was. I also really liked. I think Ben Affleck, you know, for for him to have the the tiny bit of time, like it reminded me just like how good he was as Bruce. I mean, uh, the material he got for BVS and for uh, part, most, a lot of both versions of Justice League was not particularly great, but it, that, like, this showed me, like, you give Ben Affleck good material, he can be a good Bruce. He can be a good Batman. Like, it was, I, I, I enjoyed his portrayal and it did make me a little sad. They're like, yeah, this is his swan song for this. Uh, this may potentially be Gal Gadot's um swan song is wonder woman kind of not knowing what's gonna what's gonna happen to her if she's gonna be recast or brought over to the new dcu as well um so those those kind of made me sad but it was it was kind of cool to kind of to kind of see them all yeah yeah one last time you know like for all we know yeah it's oh okay so, so do you guys want do do you want to talk about the other the alternate endings now the other versions of the ending of this or the other endings that this the other ways this movie was supposed to end or could have could have I ended? Mean, I want to hear it, Rambo. Yeah, sure. So in one ver in one version of it, um, one version was the version that I kind of uh, that that I that I told you about, which was Barry gets back to the present. What you said happens. His dad gets his dad gets exonerated. Um, he's back on Earth, and the but the the change is that there is no Henry Cap. There is no Superman. Supergirl, Sasha Kai, Supergirl. It, it just has been the Kryptonian on Earth for this entire time. Huh. And Michael Keaton's Batman has been the Batman, and so they form a new Justice League. And that and and that was supposed to be the one version of what it was supposed to be going forward. Was it was supposed to to do that? Another the the second version was that, but there was supposed to be a scene where Barry gets contacted by Ben Affleck's Bruce, um, and he got he he gets told that. Um, we are stuck in this pocket universe. Barry, come find us. And what that was supposed to be is kind of like DC's answer to handling all the Snyder stuff. It's like, oh, we didn't get rid of it. They just exist in this pocket universe that's all the way over here that we can go to if we want to, but we don't We don't absolutely have to. But that was supposed to lead into a Crisis on Infinite Earths movie in a few years where they were going to try to bring back like as many kind of like what the TV version did. They were yeah. going to try to bring back previous versions of people to all be in this movie. And that was going to be their actual like big reset the DCEU thing going forward, which was do the pocket universe thing, then reset everything. Then 2025, 20, 26, 
you know, you start over and kind of do stuff the way that you feel like you want to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever, <laughs> it sucks. It sucks that they had to change yeah. again. Um, and uh, yeah, cause Henry, cause Henry, oh, and Henry Cavill was supposed to cameo in this also, but that was before, you know, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, that was before everything, everything, uh, they everything fell apart yeah. yeah i mean jesus christ like just just a grand mess yeah yeah it's i can't i can't think of anything that we've had to talk about controversy wise with the mcu and their movies with the exception of uh letitia wright's issues and her dumbass shit that she says yeah, because um, we didn't. Well, I mean, we didn't really talk about Evangeline Lilly's like anti-vax stuff with uh, with Ant Man. No, um, I, I don't really. I honestly not think about. I don't know if there's. And I guess the Jonathan Major stuff is kind of the other the the other yeah. like big overarching thing. But that came out after Ant Man, and yeah, we'll, I guess we'll see if it ends up impacting season two of Loki at the end of this year. I would think it kind of has to. I mean, because of who we know is going to be the main villain. I mean, fuck. I guess we'll see. Like, uh, well, um, he's not in that show as much as I think it's been promoted to be. Oh, okay. So that's to not spoil anything. Yeah. But he, yeah. But I mean, we'll 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 see because as we talked about, you know, Marvel is taking like a real wait and see approach with his, um, yeah, with all his legal issues going on um for going sure. on right now for sure um well i think i mean we pretty much covered everything with the flash then i mean unless anybody had any, any parting remarks or uh, thoughts or the the only thing i the the only thing i really i want to say is that um this should like this should be the nail in the coffin to all the snyder stuff and there should be no scenario where Ezra gets to be the Flash in the new version of the DCU. In fact, James Gunn shouldn't even bother trying to bring Ezra over to the DCU. He, they should be the one, like someone that is completely, literally untouchable as far as you are not. Because I can't imagine James Gunn would want to start a new universe and already having the constraints that they currently have because of money because of money and everything that, that's that's happened and because it's has left and i can't imagine he would really want to have to try to um try to what's the word i'm looking for um try to damn i'm blanking right now justify trying to justify why ezra gets to be part of the new universe but all of these other really incredible actors who were really good in their respective roles don't get to come over. Yeah. It's funny too. The, the guy they cast for um, the new Superman looks like he's Ken, Henry Cavill's little brother. Yeah. So like, the best description I heard is if PBS were doing a special on Henry Cavill, they would hire him to play Henry Cavill for the reenactments. Yeah. I could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know much about him. Um, the, um, is it Rachel Brosnahan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I've seen her in a couple of things and she's been good. Like, yeah. um, yeah, I, I'm just excited that we're, we're moving forward that we're going to, we're, we're already hearing casting news. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that I'm going to just treat this, the, the flash is just, this is the, that's yeah, the, this end. is the, yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, kind of just like Rambo, like, you know, like controversy aside, like I look forward to being able to watch this when it comes in, comes on the streaming yep. three weeks after it's, it came out in theaters. Jesus Christ. Which is kind of, kind of amazing and, and an indication. Yeah. Like, uh, I also think um, I saw a number the other day that like the Flash has, they had, they lost like 75% or they had a drop off of like 75% between their first and second weeks, which is one of the highest drop-offs in movie history like from yeah. from from release week to their their second week um yeah. and, and and that even movies like you know across the spider-verse which has been out for a while now yeah doing better than than it and uh just as of this friday 1500 movie theaters were already removing the flash from their theater lineup like you can't just go watch it 
which is kind of like yeah 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 it's a it's a bummer man i was the for his first big screen appearance for the flash to have this much extra bullshit going on just sucks it really does um because he deserved a good movie he really did um but it is what it is i suppose so um rambo any any parting remarks or are we good and we put the flash to bed yeah i pretty much said anything i was gonna say y'all have already said yeah yeah so we move on um so thank you folks for listening thank you mc thank you james rambo for uh for doing this wonderful podcast that we do together um listeners will be back we'll be discussing uh on our next episode, um, first three eps. Yeah, we'll be talking about um, Secret Invasion, which has been. Um, I thought the second episode was better than the first. So I'm not going to go into great detail about that because we'll talk about it later. But um, overall, I'm interested. I'm super interested in what's going on. I yeah, I agree. Yeah. Not spoiling. I think this is a nice return to form yeah. for Marvel. Like it's it's different in a way that I feel like people who fell off from the MCU would be able to appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's and it's leaning on Sam Jackson is not a bad move, for sure. Like oh, he's never, been, never that because he's, yeah. he's great. Yeah, he's been great <laughs> in this so far. So stay tuned. Uh, when we come back, we'll be talking um, Secret Invasion um, and any other geeky, nerdy things that we decide to uh, run our mouths about. Um, but for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, we love you. We appreciate you. And remember, folks, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Yes. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!